Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 42 of Jen and Millie, where a Gen Xer and Millennial share the strength-based perspective through which they view the world. We are your hosts, Allison and Tess. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Yay. I should have that memorized by now, shouldn't I? I feel like you should, but that's okay. Do you memorize well? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I mean, bizarrely well. Why do you you think that is? Well, I think it's my input communication. Sure. And Mm -hmm. strategic in there. Mm -hmm. But I've always kind of been in awe of it. So as Mm -hmm. a theater person, I would memorize the whole play. Yep. So then if someone was off a line, I knew where I needed to go back to to refresh them. Okay, cool. Um, because That's if so you smart. get off track in a like a one act mm-hmm. and someone skips the line or the common phrase is you jumped my line, you jumped. Yeah, yep. Um, I didn't want to miss something. Yeah. So I, if I memorized the whole play, mm-hmm. I would be able to go back to, okay, we need to go back to this point, mm-hmm. start again there, and that's their prompt, and then they'll get back into flow. Yeah. Cool. So I memorize really well, and I think it's my context, Absolutely. right? But I also, it's context, my, my method is heavily strategic. The context is I can pull back that information whenever I need to, right? The actual process of memorizing something comes out of strategic, right? So like for one of my classes last year, um, in you know one of my theology classes, I had to memorize um, uh, Psalm 91, Right, like uh, had to memorize what else? There were a couple different psalms I had to memorize, and it was like I would create a rhythm to it and a pattern, okay. right? So like this topic comes first, then this topic comes second, then this topic comes third. Is right? it like a cadence, like a beat, like music? Sometimes that helps me. Okay. Um, a lot of times it's just I know this word comes before this word, and this word is correlated to this sentence, so therefore this whole sentence comes before this second sentence. So it was like almost like trigger. Mm-hmm words that I would then create patterns based off of um, that would allow me to memorize, um, which is really nice. Um, you know, Psalm 23, I had to memorize that, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes mm-hmm. me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside stole waters. He restores my soul, leads me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, you know, so I can, and I can pull that. I haven't probably had to recite it for anybody in two years, right? right. Since I had to memorize it in this class, but my context allows me to pull on that. Um, we've been joking here in the office about how um, my brain, I just have a ton of random trivia, right? Like that's how context <laughs> works. And I used to love Friends and I would always watch it. And now that it's on Netflix, I don't do it anymore because I'm I like, now it's popularized. It. Which is bizarre. Crazy. Which is so bizarre. Generationally never, off. Which is, yeah, flip right. generationally. But I've introduced so many of my friends to it because we didn't grow up in that generation, right? It started in 94, which is the year I was born, right? So like I got... You know, I started watching a generation after it was popular. Like, by the time it ended, I was in fourth grade. And so I didn't start watching it until junior high, high school. And I would have this litmus test, right? If some of my friends have watched it, I know they're true fans because they can't access it on Netflix or anything like that, right? Well, now it's on Netflix. So unfortunately, that's not the case. But... Um, but we were joking in the office. Trisha knows um, a lot of friends stuff. And so we pulled up this trivia thing one day and Steph was asking us a bunch of questions um, 
Uh, and we knew the answers to all of them between the two of us. So we said, you know, we should be in a competition. Like, we should be in an actual trivia competition because we do pretty well when it comes like to friends. trivia night. You know, trivia yeah. night, right? So there's lots of, like, that's, you know, friends you know trivia, all office Harry trivia. Potter stuff. Oh, you know. no. Yep, like pop culture trivia for sure. Um, and then I said, you know what? It's kind of crazy. You'd never want to watch it with me because I have, like, all of it memorized, like, the whole series. And so I started from, like, opening scene of the first episode and just like started talking talking the whole episode back and it just came back to me right because in just in the moment and even the cadences or the mm-hmm. um inflections of how things are said you know like you're a shoe you're a shoe you're a shoe what if i don't want to be a shoe what if i want to be a, a purse or, or a hat like very first episode when you know rachel's on the phone with her dad you know talking about moving to new york and leaving her fiance at the altar things like that so it's funny how how you know our strengths allow us to memorize things differently within what that process looks like but then also how we can draw on that information later so i you know i appreciate kinesthetic learning and one of the, and i think this might have been beth who was telling me about this but if you want to remember something so did you have the sesame street um you know st- the how was the language it was like a clip in sesame street they used to have little clips yeah and it was a stick of butter a gallon of a quarter milk um so it was a little song that went along but i think it was beth that was telling me about if you do something so if you have a um a memory trigger and you say Mm -hmm. okay today i need to pick up butter at the store i need to pick up the dry cleaning and you're you're touching a part of your body or you're doing something kinesthetically that makes sense it's more likely to give you a memory cue so when i run my brain is just so engaged and i'm thinking of all these great ideas and these great things but i don't have any way to record it so i'll pick up a cadence Mm. and also a kind of a head, shoulders, knees, and toes almost, yes. sort of remember that you need to call the dentist, remember that you need to, and that helps yeah. me. So I think memory cues would be a great thing for us to explore um, further. And then I am fascinated by cadence. Hmm. So I do not typically listen to music when I run outside because I just like to be in nature. But if I'm on the treadmill, it must be certain mm-hmm. songs. And they must have a certain pace to them. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so last mm-hmm. week I looked up the USC marching band and I just did nothing <laughs> but marching band cadence, Stop. drum cadence, when they bring Stop. in the brass. I love it. Oh, my god. That motivates me like nothing. I'll just get chills. That's so funny. I love it. Oh um, the song Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, okay. the live version, they bring in the USC marching band. <laughs> For those of you, if you follow me on Twitter, I did mention about oh. Tusk um, because... I'm a, you know, a band girl always at heart. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like a cadence, like a marching oh, band yeah. cadence. The second thing I wanted to note from what we just discussed is our generational piece where I think there are parts of me that have rebelled against the generation that I was born into. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, in 94, if that's when that came out, mm-hmm. I would have had nothing to do with it because I was in college and I was really in a stage of, I'm going to rebel against most everything yep. that seems to be yep. the norm. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. So friends would not have appealed to me. I mean, I was listening when I was in high school. And I mean, all of these 
different bands. I don't even want to call them bands. Um, the <laughs> 90s, the late 80s, 90s music did not appeal to me. I was yeah. into Zeppelin and the Stones. Which is interesting, right? Because that's your callback to the previous generation. Yes. Me watching Friends is a callback to the previous generation. Right. right. And so I think mm. that's kind of um, mm. a fun little thing that we should maybe ask our yeah. listeners to ponder. Yeah. What, what generation do you call back to? Yep. When and why? Yep. Now, I know for me musically, it's because I had a lot of older friends. Mm-hmm. And I can, and I know I've talked about this on previous episodes, but I mean, the way my friend Travis, who is now married to my friend Sherry, they've been married a long time, but Travis gave me a cassette that he had dubbed of Zeppelin. <laughs> and he handed it over to me like, this is going to change your life. And it did. Life. And it did. Because I love it. There is, there is nothing like some really rockin' Zeppelin to yeah. start your day. Um, oh my gosh. And then just the history of the band and, and all of that. I didn't really know the Stones very well yeah. until, you know, I kind of fell upon some things. So yeah, I would love for, um, listeners, I would love to hear from you. Yeah, what's, a, what's something you enjoy that calls back to a previous generation? So for me, watching Friends, my love of Beatles calls back to a previous Absolutely. generation. But I also think a little bit of my own generation that's revitalized them. Um, but yeah, I used to say a lot. Um, I was born in the wrong generation, oh. but now I feel like I'm owning it. Yeah, I'm very proud of what I'm reading now about Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff coming out right now. Cool about our generation, about our health, about our work ethic, about us in the workplace. Sure. I feel like we kind of got forgotten. Yeah, for a while, I think you're right. and there's been some really interesting stuff coming out recently. And I'm cool. thinking now I'm owning it. Heck yeah. yeah. This is totally me. I didn't grow up with a cell yeah. phone. And I think your um, your callbacks to previous generation are a rebellion against your own generation. Yep. So it's almost like it's you're claiming <laughs> your own generation because it's cool to enjoy things that are not a part of your generation. Right. right? And yeah. also I think there's an evolution that happens with age yep. in sure. getting really comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. what you love, what you need, how you look. Yeah. Um, I was just talking um, with Jess, who's our um, our new um, South Dakota, South Dakota um, mm-hmm. representative, and um, we were talking about clothing. And I said, I'm still getting, I'm still figuring out what I like and what looks like me, mm-hmm. um, with a lot of heavy influence from my fashionista daughter, who likes to tell <laughs> me what doesn't. But I think it takes a while for you to figure yeah. out. Okay, this is me. So mm-hmm. um, that'd be a good question to ask our listeners. Cool. All right. Okay, so it's something planned for you. All right. I like okay. surprises when they're good ones. Yes, it's a good surprise. Okay. You're going to play word association game. <laughs> we talked about playing it, and so we're going to do it. I made okay. it happen. Okay, I'm okay. glad you have the edit option. So, yeah, but I don't ever use it. So <laughs> I don't ever employ that option. <laughs> Today you might. Today I might. Okay, I feel like these are all pretty mellow. Okay, so then do I get to take the same list? How do you, how do you get to play? Well, you'd have to create a list for me. Okay, that's so. not. <laughs> See, this is what happens, you know, when one of us takes a little time to prepare. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Then I'll do it next time. You can time. do it another time if okay, you'd like. Next time. Um, okay. So um, I do want to give a shout out to Stephanie and Hannah in our office who helped me come up with a few of these words. I asked them to come up with random words, and I think you'll there's there's are the best words out of this list. Mine are like very 
like mellow, awesome, and they just throw in ringers. So. Did you say, and this is going to be for Allie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So your list is a little bit individualized as well because we can't not do that. Okay, so word association. I feel like I'm, I'm part of spelling bee right now. I'm completely, bit, right? my body language listeners is totally poised for, I am prepared for quiz bowl. Yeah, there you go. Yep, you were just like set up really straight, like, ah, leaned in. Um, and so uh, word association games, we've talked about doing this in the past just for fun or like with a guest. But um, so for those of you who've never played it, uh, I have a list of one words. I think they're all one words. I have several two word words that I will say, and you have to say the first thing that comes to mind. So no judgment, no filter, no pretense, right? Allie, you are supposed to say the very first thing that comes to mind is sign of the cross. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Okay, can I say more than one word? You could. What are the rules? You, I One word. It's one word. All right. I knew so there would be even rules. Even if more than one word comes to mind, you have to say the first word that comes to mind. I knew there would be rules. Okay. Right. Always. Okay, ready? I am prepared. Mentoring. Teammates. Strengths. Gallop. Lamps. <laughs> First word, first word. Light. <laughs> Woo. Allison. Expansion. Teammates. Spirit fingers. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> that is a Hannah word. <laughs> also my friend Amy. Strategic. Patterns. Patterns. Yep, I used Ooh, your word. Yes, quality. Integrity. Integrity. <laughs> Literally the best word. Promise keeping. Millennial. Test. Book club. Oprah. Yeah, training. Quality. The office. Dwight Schrute. <laughs> That's two words. Um, traffic cone. <laughs> Catholic schools parking lot. <laughs> All hyphenated, right? Vision. Mission. Match support. Important. Parents. Lucky. History. Context. Trendsetter. Hipster. Love. Hope. Cats. Ugh. <laughs> the end. That wasn't hard. No, it wasn't. Those were good words. I thought you were going to yeah. throw a loop in there like, you know, panda or, you know, I had no idea. Those are really, those are easy words. Those are good. Yeah. Oh. They're your words. Don't worry. Breathe. 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 I was sweating a little bit. Um, okay. Let's just do this. There's no reason you can't do this. But I've Here we looked go. at them. I don't okay. care. Okay. Mentoring. Teammates. Strengths. Context. Lamps. Me. Who the heck chose lamps? Um, that was it was either Stephanie or Hannah. Okay, I'm so trying to remember who said it? I think, I think it was Stephanie because you're you're you. We have all these lamps in the office now. Oh, I am a trendsetter. That you're way. a trendsetter. Also, when I think of lamp or the word lamp, have I you love s- lamp. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I immediately almost said that. Yeah. Okay, woo. Alley expansion. Mm, more. Good spirit fingers. <laughs> it's the jazz hands that just is not you, isn't it? No. What do you think about that? Do you know the other thing that comes to mind? SNL. Spirit finger? Yeah, when they oh. did the um, 
Will Ferrell and what's her name? They were the Spartan cheerleaders. Oh, Have you ever seen yeah, that yeah, clip? Yeah, yep. Strategic. Hmm, pathways. Well done. Quality. <laughs> Quantity. Ooh, integrity. Who you are. Millennial. The best. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what came to mind. Book club. Every day. Training. <laughs> You're part of your own book club. I'm my own book club. <laughs> There's no club in your books. What is it? Training? Training. New mentor. The office. Uh, Michael Scott. Traffic cone. Important. <laughs> Danger. Vision. Mission. Match support. Important. Parents. Yay. History. Ooh, George Washington. <laughs> Trendsetter. Allie. Love. Agape. Oh, that's good. Cats. <laughs> I don't feel like those have, those are even words that I They said. are so bizarre. They are all over the place. Okay, so what I really like about word association is mm-hmm. that it takes our takes our thinking out mm-hmm. and lets us just be in. Now, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So when you're just in moments yeah. and you're not over-processing, overthinking, I've spent a lot of time recently over-processing, sure. overthinking, and it's just kind of brought me down. Mm-hmm. And I think I have to leave some room for fun, and yeah. we were kind of chatting about joy last yeah. night. You have to kind of be intentional about creating that. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the hard winter for a lot of people, all of this rain, mm-hmm. all of these things, but we got to find some joy. Yeah. So um, I would love to hear from our listeners if they were to send us words for a word association game. What words would they be? <laughs> what would they say? Yes. So I think it's interesting. One of the things I wanted to ask so many times, my brain went to opposites of what was on this list. And I feel like it wasn't for you. It didn't happen as many times. I think the only one where it might have happened, I was trying to think for you, was um, was vision. You said mission. So did you. Which isn't necessarily an opposite, which is what I thought of too. But mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I think. I didn't do any opposites. But I feel like that's what happens most, like cat's dog, you know, which I didn't end up saying. I went with you because that's what you did, which is hard for me because <laughs> I just listen to you do all of them. But, you know. I thought of, you know, my first quality quantity and, you know. So I think um, part of that has a lot to do with my strengths. I don't Mm -hmm. do black and white very well. Hmm. Although sometimes I think there's, you know, what's policy is policy. What's procedure is procedure. I mean, it's just here it is. But I'm getting into a better understanding that the world is just a lot more gray. Mm -hmm. Um, There's really no simple answer. So with change or implementing change, can you really be black and white if you haven't tested out the gray? It's mm. good. And then can you build some hypotheses around mm. the moments that are in Love it. Let's do gray? It. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really the way that I'm going to start approaching yeah. a lot of things, in both it. personally and professionally. Um, so I had a dialogue with um, Sean about who's going to be a guest coming up. Yay, yay. It's very exciting. I'm a little bit nervous because who knows what he'll say. Um, especially after we had this dialogue. So he was talking about someone's parenting style, and I said, okay, well, how would you describe my parenting style? Mm. And there was a very awkward pause. I said, go ahead. And he said, you want to talk about early on or now? Or Mm. 
But he okay. said early on, helicopter. Hmm. Sure. And that stabbed me straight into the soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just kind of took a breath because I know how ineffective and really yeah. not helpful that is for my children's resilience and grit. So I said, tell me why you think that. And he said, and prior to, you know, our family going through a difficult time, he yeah. said, that was kind of your world. Hmm. What, what are you guys doing? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. He said it was very structured until I lost all sense of structure. Hmm. And he said it was both the worst thing that could have happened to us and the best thing that could have happened to us. Wow. And I thought that was interesting that it was yeah, parallel, um, opposite but also in yeah. parallel ways that it was a good and um, bad thing. When we talk about resilience and we've been talking about trauma a lot, you know, mm-hmm. those things then lead to oftentimes a better self. And so I was really almost forced into a different parenting style that, thank goodness, I was. Hmm. So I keep trying to um, negotiate with him. This is funny. Um, And maybe some of you who know me have noticed this. If I don't get the answer I'm looking for, I might wait a little bit and ask you again. (laughs) So um, this applies to my daughter not liking bananas, and she's never liked bananas as a kid. Um, bananas are the easiest snack for toddlers, for babies. I mean, they're just really easy. Yeah. So I always wanted her to like bananas because it's, just easy. it's simple. Go yeah. to the zoo, got a banana. You know, you don't have to stop and manage her 40 snacks. It's just, here's yeah. one. She does not like bananas. I still, all the time, say, Lauren, do you want a banana? <laughs> hey, Lauren, do you want a banana? She's like, Mom, 23 years, still don't like bananas. Still no bananas. And she's like, why do you keep asking me? And I said, I don't know, maybe you'll change your mind. I'm hoping. Going to make my life easier if you do. She's like, not going to happen. So same approach I've taken to Sean with um, his fraternity. He's very active in his fraternity. I've been very impressed with Beta. They have a parent alliance. And I've been somewhat involved because we help with um, our their winter formal. We serve the meal. Um, we decorate the house for Christmas. We do some snack things at um, finals week. You know, just kind of fun parent stuff. The parents are very, very involved. The mom that is currently the president of the Parent Alliance has been in charge for, I believe, six years through two of her sons being betas. And she is now retiring from her position. So she Mm. keeps putting it out at every event. I'm looking for someone to, you know, who might be interested in this leadership position. And I kind of look at Sean every time and he's like, nope. Mm -mm. No, mom. (laughs) So then I text him and say, hey, what do you think about this? I've got, you know, now I have more time because I'm not going to your track meets and doing all these things. And he said, nope. So I asked him again (laughs) the night before last at dinner. I said, you know, I've got a little bit more time. I said, I feel like I could do this and do this well. And he said, mom, no. No. And he said, you were part of all those parent things. Mm -hmm. He goes, now I'm doing my own thing. And I just, I really don't want you to. And I said, okay, I get it. And he goes, why do you keep asking me? And I said, because I think maybe you'll change your mind. mind. Oh, my gosh. So I think um, it's good to learn that way about when you don't get the answer, it's okay to accept it. I'm talking to myself. um, Mm -hmm. Versus asking 40 different ways. That's good. Mm -hmm. Love when my kids teach me lessons. So Sean's going to come on uh, in June. Yep. And going to talk a little bit about his generation, um, which I'm really hopeful to understand. (laughs) And then um, a little bit about his deliberative 
Cool. Um, yeah. I think he'll be super excited about that, and I think he'll share a little bit about his mm-hmm. uh, strengths coaching experience through UNL, through mm-hmm. the um, business college, yep. and also a little bit about BP10 BP10. and mm-hmm. his entrepreneurial experience. So, Cool. Do you know what's next week? Do I know what's next week? Yeah. Do you know what's Well, coming? it's a strength summit. We're going to the strength summit. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my gosh, so many things are happening next We're week. We're going to the strength summit. <laughs> yes. And um, that'll be really fun. So probably when we talk to people next. We'll probably do. I think Sean actually might be next on the schedule. I think he's the 17th, isn't he? Oh, okay. Maybe. So you might get a strengths uh, debrief, summit debrief, what we learned, what was awesome next, and then Sean. Awesome. That'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have a little bit of time. I wanted to ask a question, and I will ask you how you want to approach this, right? Okay, so we have half of the people gone in the office today because they're all in Florida or Peru. <laughs> so <laughs> lots of people taking vacation right now because our fiscal year resets July 1, so lots of people taking vacation time out of the office. Um, I We can either pro- approach this from what historically has been your favorite vacation, right? Okay. Or... What is an ideal vacation for you? And I want to know how you feel like your strengths individually or your whole top five plays into that. How about we can choose either one and you answer first? That's not how this works. I'm asking you this question. <laughs> Surprise. I'm Surprise. Flipping. Oh my um, gosh. I will, I'll go from the... I don't feel like I could plan the best vacation now because I'm really mired in some of my best vacations. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll just go with those that have been my favorite, and it's all Mm -hmm. California. Yep. Everything California appeals to me. I Mm -hmm. love it. I can think about it right now and get to a very, very happy place. Sure. Um, The second the plane lands in San Diego, I feel like I'm home. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a very strong spiritual and heart pull for me to San Diego. Okay. I was there seven years in a row by chance, starting in, I think, 2005. Okay. And had never been there prior. And just by sheer luck, chance um, wound up there. Uh, we used to have a chapter there, so I was able to travel a couple of times. If you're in my house, there are lots of... Um, there's some photography pieces that I've taken in my favorite vacation places. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a cliff that overlooks the ocean um, in Del Mar, which is um, the northern part of, of San Diego. Um, beautiful purple flowers along this cliff where I would run in the morning, and it would be foggy and misty and mm-hmm. just beautiful. I'd watch the surfers go out, and um, I, I love that image in my mind. Love the sound of the ocean, love being on, near water on the water. Um, so I love everything San Diego, love the food, love the spirit and joy of the people. Everyone's really active. Uh, you're walking everywhere. You're riding a bike everywhere. Um, sunshine. I just love it. The other favorite place is Grand Lake and I go every year again, love being on the water. Um, love everything about that mountain town. Love the way that it makes my soul feel, love the hiking, love the, um, the very calm kayaking that we get to do, but it's been a tradition that started for me in 2009 first on my own and then invited my friend Kim and then my friend Darren. And we it's a very soul-nourishing time for us um, that we look forward to. So I would say... Through your strengths? Through my strengths, for sure. 
interesting because context is low for me, but I don't know. I love exploring new places, but honestly, if I was told, okay, you have only five days this year and you can only choose one place, I would choose one of those two. Hmm. However, I love, I love vacations because my input gets to gather, 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 gather. Sure. And then like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And I want to check this out. When we went to Asheville, um, North Carolina, mm-hmm. South Carolina. North Carolina. When we went, I searched and found, you know, all of these places I wanted to check out. I had a Pinterest board for it. I actually have a Pinterest board for California too. <laughs> it's this California dreaming. Mm. Um, I have a Pinterest board bucket list. Yeah. So I kind of love the mm. thought, but if I was given like, you've only got this amount of time, I'd go back to what I know. That surprises me. Which is very interesting because I'm the opposite of that. I know, and you're a world traveler, so I want to hear your response to this. So I have gotten the opportunity to travel a lot, um, very extensively, and I know that I'm so blessed and so grateful for some of the opportunities. So I lived in Denmark um, for a semester and um, summer, so it was like seven months. Um, I think it ended up being, yeah, seven, seven and a half months that I got to live there and then therefore travel like all of continental Europe, um, which is just such a blessing. I got connected with kind of a church there and the pastor was all about giving. There's a lot of international students in the city that I lived in and he wanted to, he had a minivan, so he like road tripped around Europe, right? Like as if you'd road trip on your family vacation to the Grand Canyon. Right. Um, we just did it around Sicily and, you know, Oh. Uh, um, we went to Romania and things like that. And um, and so I know that, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that I don't know that I would have answered that because I don't consider that a vacation. Like it was like I was a resident there and lived there for a long time, but got to take some mini trips, which was awesome. Um, and like every single one of my trips, I don't like – you know, my, my friends and I are planning this vacation to Mexico, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, that we got at an auction and on a resort, That's all coming up, right? which will be fun. No, that'll be in the winter. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you have something coming up. Oh, so next, this next weekend, I'm doing a surprise destination vacation. Have I not told you about this? No. I told a lot of people. Okay, so it's like company, a travel company, and you're like, your anxiety is like through the roof right now. I'm looking at you, and I'm so excited. So it's three days, two nights. It's just an extended weekend is all they do. It's like a modern travel company called okay. Pack Up and Go, and you give them your price range, you give them your dates, and they organize everything for you. And you have no idea where you're going? No idea where you're going. We'll, until you get until we'll, you get to the airport? We'll get an envelope tomorrow, a week before we go, with the weather in our packing list. And then we get an envelope. <laughs> You're like freaking out. We get an envelope. Not enough time. Not enough time. <laughs> no, no. Um, we get an envelope like the day beforehand or two days beforehand that tells us when we need to be at the airport. And then there's another sealed envelope that's our destination that they recommend opening up when you get to the airport to tell you where you're going. So I am so excited for this. Okay, so you is, have to Instagram story this whole oh, thing. Oh, for sure. I am. Like the opening of the people, envelope and everything. Yep, a lot of people are very interested. Um, I leave on next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. Um, so I'm so stoked. And it's like Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, yep, and so, but what I love about their philosophy and how I travel is unless I really enjoy a place and usually it isn't to go back to enjoy the same things it's because I didn't get to experience everything I wanted to experience while I was there I will go somewhere new so I do not like going to the same places Interesting. I you know even if I do connect even if I do find restaurants I like and things I like to do I want to go new places uh-huh. so 
I, you know, we, and I don't know what it is because it's almost opposite, right? You don't have context high, but you love, but it's for you. There's like, there's like a heart connection to those There's places, a heart connection. Right. Yep. Um, for me, I think it's my learner that drives my adaptability yes. that drives, um, this, like, you know, I have on my list to um, go back to Berlin cause I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do while I was there. Um, and it's there's a truly couple an places adventure in Italy, right? Like it's all about the learning experience. And for me, um, so much of traveling is to be able to stand in the places where history has taken place, right? Like I sat and I like wept at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. And when I was standing in the Coliseum, like, oh my gosh, like this happened here. Like this place is real. Right? Well, I was with you at the and Lincoln Memorial. I saw. At the, yeah, at the Lincoln Memorial. We should pull that just, like, picture up. I mean, you like, were like, yeah, oh, yeah, you were like in prayer and meditation. Oh yeah. Yep. It's. You didn't even yeah. notice the gazillion kids that were running around oh, on my a gosh. field trip. Nope. Nope you know, totally isolate from that. But for me, I, I think I love history so much. And I think that, um, to stand in the place where it stood makes it come like really alive for me. Right. Um, which I think is just such a beautiful thing. And it honors your learner. And there's, and there's so much history beyond, you know, what I have experienced. So I don't want to go back to, you know, I, of course, if someone's like, I'll go to Paris with you. Yeah, I'll go back to Paris, right? I'm not really going to turn that down. But I've been able to stand in a lot of those places already. Like, I, you know, got to stu- stand in lots of the historical places, right? Got to go to the Notre Dame, got to go to all these places. It makes learning there, come to right? life it for totally you. It totally does. So, so I'm very, but so this trip has been interesting, this surprise vacation, because I am I, fascinated by this. Right? Okay, so I have been excited out of my mind. Like, so my you, anticipation is up the wall. Okay, right do now. they give you, sorry, I have lots of questions. Do they give <laughs> you any kind of an idea? Besides, so the only inclinations you have, so you fill out a survey when you register. Okay. And it's places you've been, places you're planning to go to in the future, like on vacations, places you've lived, so they don't send you to any of those places, right? It's only United States because it's three days, two nights is all they do. Um, And then they take your interest. So like, why do you like to travel? So this is the, this is kind of the fun thing because we, my friends and I decided to do this because we're all very, very unique people, very different. And we like very different things out of a vacation, right? And so there's literally a question that has three options of what, what do you like to do on a vacation? Like what's your primary motivation for vacation? And it was um, relaxation, adventure, or culture. And all three of us chose something different. Of what we get out of the vacation, right? So, so all of you could go to different destinations? No, we're all going to the same destination, okay. but that's kind of why we chose to do this, to have somebody else plan it for us. Okay, I got it. Because okay. we're so different, right? Like, we all have very different motivations for what we like to do on right. vacation, right? right. So mine's okay. culture, my friend Kami's adventure, and my friend Alex's relaxation, right? So, and then we, we kind of um, wanted, like, they really wanted to be on a beach, be on a coast. So we put that, like, we'd prefer, like, a warm coastal place. Um, so we kind of have an idea of maybe some places they'd send us, right? But and and even with the weather, like we get the weather in our packing list, but that doesn't even narrow it down, no. you know, even more. Especially so, this time of year. This time of year, right? So, uh, but but it's very interesting because there's a Hidden Brain podcast, and I'm gonna have to find it that talked about the science of anticipation. I love it, right? Love it. That 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 knowing. As fun as, so it actually contrasted that with surprises. So as fun as surprise things are, right? Like, oh, I we're going to go on this cruise and you didn't know about it till the day before, right? 
there, there's value in that, but there's so much more emotional return on investment when you have the anticipation yep. for it. Dan so, Kincaid has talked to us about this. Yes, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's in the planning. It's in the planning. And it's in the process mm-hmm. of it, right? That that gets you excited. So I love, I have been, this is the trip I've been most excited for, right? Well, it's and a it's going to be like continental United States, right? Like it's not like I'm going to some really cool foreign country, right? Which I absolutely love to do. It's like I'm going somewhere in the United States, which is fine, you know, you United States is great. Lots of good things to see, but that's generally not how I travel. But I am more excited about this than I've ever been for a trip before. Okay, right? so Tess, let's just look at this. It's a mystery unfolding. Yep. You are part of your murder <laughs> podcast. You're in it. You're in it. Not exactly, because hopefully there's not murder well, that. Well, you know what I mean? But you're part, you're yep. part of a mystery unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that. you mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Now, I think that honors your learner, mm-hmm. your adaptability. Strategic but, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have a list already based on, and I've reread what we've submitted. So, because <laughs> are you trying to figure it out? I'm trying to figure it out, right? So I have like three places. I'm like, oh, we're probably going to get sent. Do you want to tell them on here? Do you want to? I mean, I could. I've shared with okay. people. So we asked for a warm beach on the coast. We also said we really like to drink wine. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was San Francisco area. <gasps> so that's what I'm thinking. And and they've and I've also like creeped on the company's like Instagram to look back to see where they've sent people. Right. So I'm gathering all this like data from where, where they've sent people. Right. They have sent. Um, so that's where I think that could be a possibility. I'm seeing all this happening. Right. right. So um I I think that's a possibility um uh somewhere in california but specifically san francisco just kind of stands out to me um san francisco bay area um i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a san diego um uh i don't think they'd send us to la based on some of the things that they've shared or we've shared with them and i don't think it would be super northern california because we wanted warm a warm beach where we could like spend time at the ocean right um my friends have already been to um, South Carolina, North Carolina and South Carolina, and so I don't think they'd send us one of those places because that would have been on our list of places we've already gone. But I think I, I wouldn't be surprised actually if Miami was also on there because we talked about kind of cool culture, the beach. Um, that one's a, I'm a little less certain of. I'm fairly certain it's going to be somewhere in California. Hope you like Rome if you go to Miami. Miami. Um, <laughs> yeah, San Fran. Mm-hmm. Sonoma, Napa, San yep. Jose, that whole area. Yep, that whole area, um, yeah. Muir Berkeley. Woods. Yep. Yep. Okay, so that is that is frightening to me. Um, <laughs> however, I mean, I just love the joy that you are experiencing yeah. in the not knowing. Years ago, I was in Grand Lake. The first time I went to Grand Lake by myself. Yep. And I was um, having a glass of wine out on this patio um, at this, um, it's kind of a hotel resort in Grand Lake and fire pit. And there's this group of guys and right away, I mean, they're older gentlemen and they're, they're from Holland. So accent and they're rolling their own cigarette. So I'm already like, I should probably know these people. (laughs) And so I'm listening into their conversation and then they include me in their conversation and they start telling me about their trip. So they, they are part of a motorcycle club. Cool. And this is what they do. It's very similar. So every year, this group is international. Mm-hmm. They go to the airport, and they're told where they're going to be going. Yeah. And so these guys were, I think they flew into Denver, and they were going from Denver. Then, then the motorcycles are there. 
Yep. And they went from they were going from Denver to Vegas, and then Vegas to California, and then California they flew back home. Wow. Cool. So it's like two weeks, three weeks of them just riding yep. and exploring. So they were in Grand Lake um, as part of cool. their their trip. That's awesome. And um, so, and I mean, fun story. I don't know if it's appropriate here, but oh well. Um, they were like, do you want to go with? And I said, and this is, you know, 2009. Um, some hard things had happened in my life, and I was suddenly independent and, you know, other than responsible for my children and a job. Um, and they said, do you want to go? And I, for a split second test, I thought, I should. Because yeah. they said, you can ride with us and then fly back. And, you know, it'd be really simple for you to fly back. And it would have been really simple yeah. for me to fly back. So I, for a split second, I... I was um, hoping you were seeing, and I hopped on the back of that. Oh, wouldn't like, that be the greatest story? Gosh dang it. I know. Like. It. I know. Maybe I could create that for a blog <laughs> of my imagination. Um, but one of the things, when I, when I said, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, the gentleman said, when are you going to leave? And I can't do a good Dutch accent, but he said, when are you going to leave? And I said, oh, I don't leave until, you know, this date. And he goes, no, 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 when are you going to leave, live? And he said to me, I mean, this is profound because Mm. it it stayed with me for a long time. He said, when are you going to live? Mm. And um, I started doing more living. That's awesome. Um, I didn't get on the back of that motorcycle, but I did start doing more living. Cool. So I love that mm-hmm. I get to witness oh, yeah. you. When are you going to live? I mean, this is oh, doing it. And you sure. travel for you. You mm-hmm. That is a gift you give yourself. We talked about that last episode. Yeah. Um, and more people should do that. And I yeah. think about that all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, life is too short yeah. to stand in one place. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people who I think limit themselves on the experiences they had have because their life doesn't look like what they want it to look like, right? Like I am, you know, married with a kid or I am single or I don't have the kind of job that I want yet, right? So I can't really start living, right, until I get to what I think is the threshold of what I want for my life. And so I don't know. I guess I've just never been that way. I've always tried to seize whatever opportunity is there and or make opportunities, right? So like my trip to London, I'm so stoked about, Mm -hmm. right? Like, or people that are worried about traveling by themselves. Yes, there are like real life things you have to think about when you travel by yourself, you know, but this goes back to the take ownership of your Mondays. Yeah. Reclaim your Mondays. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because, um, I think that's a good question for people to ponder. What Mm -hmm. is holding you back? Yeah. And what story are you telling yourself that limits you? Definitely. That might just be a real baloney story. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you went? What if you got on the back of the motorcycle? So That's I our have, I have thought about that a lot. What would have happened? Um, first of all, my children would have completely freaked out <laughs> if they would have got a call from mom that said, "Hey, by the way, hey, mom, we're to Vegas. I'm on my way to Vegas <laughs> with a biker gang Bunch of Dutch that I met." Um, <laughs> And they would have said, that's not true. Um, you're like full of it. I did um, tell a couple people right away. Because that night I couldn't sleep. Because I kept thinking, why am I not going? What? Why am I not doing this? Obviously, danger. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But at the same time, when he said that to me, when are you going to live? 
Mm. Um, I still hear that in my head. And I think we could be adventurous. This weekend, um, my friend Heidi, who um, kayaks, um, you've met Heidi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She kayaks and is trying to arrange you know, for us to get out and kayak. And she's cool. been trying to encourage me to get on the river, which I haven't done yet. Awesome. And so now would probably not be a good time. When would have been a good time? Last summer when you know it was sand mostly, <laughs> not high level. <laughs> so I'm scared to death of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told her that... You know, if we go on Sunday, I'll bring my helmet. <laughs> because I will wear my life jacket. I am just, you know, a little... Yeah. I like kayaking yeah. if it's seven miles an hour wind or less. Yeah. And it's a it's a still body of water. Mm. I it's am enclosed. <laughs> but what I really need to push myself, and we're always encouraging people to step out of their comfort zone, yeah. I need to stop staying in my safe zone. Mm-hmm. And I need to stretch a little bit. Um, yesterday, I was part of a conversation with Coach Osborne talking about all his favorite places to fish. <laughs> and it's not because of location; it's because of the challenge of fishing. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, doesn't doesn't want um, an easy fishing opportunity, but more, you know, will it be challenging? And I think of some of the the fishing stories that Suzanne has shared yeah. over the years. I mean, they're mm-hmm. full of adventure, and now Hudson is already learning how to cast, which is so cool. Um, But to think about, you know, you can still be you, Mm -hmm. but also kind of stretch yourself. My beloved therapist, um, Robbins, who is a wonderful, wonderful mental health practitioner, he um, used to always ask me, what's your Sturgis? So Tim is a former pastor. Um, If you met him, he's super straight-laced. He's one of the jolliest, happiest people in the world. He's a fantastic therapist, Um, but very um, serious. I mean, wouldn't strike you as a person who would own a motorcycle, let alone go to Sturgis. And he and his wife go to Sturgis every year. And he would say to me, what's your Sturgis? Hmm. Because everyone needs something that's yeah. out of their zone, something yeah. that is a little bit of rebellion, something that mm-hmm. takes you at something that's an adventure, something that yeah. is a surprise, something that can unfold. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you're doing this. Yeah, so I'm so stoked. So if oh. you don't follow Tess yet on Instagram, you should, mm-hmm. because I think watching that be revealed through your Instagram story is going to be it'll the be highlight of my week. Oh, for sure. It'll be super fun. So it'll be next Saturday. Um, if yeah. you guys end up in wine country, I am going to be so jealous. <laughs> I will cry myself to sleep. Oh my gosh. Awesome. So, so many good, I think, questions for follow-up for our audience. Any, anybody listening? Um, yeah, it's hard, weird to think of the fact that we have an audience, but I've realized that more and more as random people have come up to me and asked me about things that I know I never shared with them in person, but listen to the podcast. So, uh, but yes. Okay. So first would love to hear, um, I think a little bit about, um, memory cues what was that um yep memory cues um your generation that you yes the gen so first yep like what generation do you call back to and how do you do that right mm-hmm. so the the examples that we gave of like friends of the Beatles, of the stones so what's kind of your generation call back um what does that look like and what kind of generation what kind of media do you call back to um, would love secondly to hear if you were to give us a list of word association games, um, what words would you like to see on that? If you would like it for one of us, send it to the other person. So if you want, if you have words that you want me to ask Allie, 
in a word association game, send it to me, send it to Tess, um, and vice versa. If you want any words that you want Allie to speak to me in a, um, a word association game, send them. Those are very Allie-centric, um, individualized words. So, um, so yes, um, go ahead and send those to us. We'd love to hear. Um, so I think four things this week. Third, would love to hear either a past favorite vacation or an ideal vacation. And how do you feel like your strengths play into that? Um, how do your strengths play into planning a vacation? Um, or figuring out where you're going for a surprise mm-hmm. vacation. Um, and then finally, I think, what what's your Sturgis? I like that. Like, what is, um, what is an opportunity that you feel like you need to seize and what's holding you back from it? Um, what are life-limiting narratives that you're speaking to yourself? Like, if only my life looked different. Um, if only I had this or if only I didn't have this. Um, what would you... Um, what would you have as part of your life if you weren't speaking those life-limiting narratives um, into your life? So hopefully that's a good, I think a really, a, a great, some great questions to ponder. I'm excited to ponder them myself more as we go along. But in the meantime, thanks everybody for tuning in to episode 42 of Jen and Millie. Um, we're still new to the podcasting world, which seems crazy. I feel like we've been doing this for a while, but um, definitely um, subscribe um, wherever you listen. Give us some feedback and share us with a friend if you want to. Ask them some of these same questions that we've posed to you this week. Um, feel free to interact with us. We would love, love, love to hear your responses to these questions. I think these questions are probably some of my favorite. I feel like every week they become my favorite, <laughs> but I feel like this week I just love, I love hearing about how people like to experience adventure. So I'd love to hear about your vacations or your past favorite vacations. So um, feel free. um, The best way to reach us probably is to follow us on Instagram at Jen and Millie. That's at G-E-N-N-A-N-D-M-I-L-L-I-E. You can also send us an email directly from the teammates website. Um, We'd love to hear um, what you guys think about kind of the topics that we, we talked about this week. Until next time.